Alright. What's up, y'all? Wes Rucker here from the Fort Rucker Sunroom Studio. We've got Ryan Callahan coming to us from the road. Guys, why is Ryan Callahan on the road today? Why are we doing the short podcast intro? Ryan, big, big recruiting news for Tennessee today. Big news. Tennessee landing four-star outside linebacker and defensive end B.J. Ojolari of, uh, of Marietta High School here in, in suburban Atlanta. And uh, a, a big pickup for for Tennessee for, for multiple reasons. And, and we'll get into all those, but obviously first and foremost, it's a, uh, it, it's a, a pass rusher, an elite pass rusher that Tennessee obviously needs to provide some immediate help next year to, uh, to, to be able to, to replace Daryl Taylor, a guy that obviously has been one of the centerpieces of their defense for a couple of years now, and he's going to be gone next year and they don't have many scholarship guys on the roster at that position. And now landing a guy like that uh, at, a, at a major position of need, it's a big, big pickup for Tennessee and a major recruiting win. Yeah, and and, and from the macro view first, Ryan, I, I think the most important thing here, at least for, for me looking at it, I, I think there have been a lot of people very concerned about these this Tennessee recruiting class, uh, whether they should have been or not. You know, they're saying Tennessee's maybe not getting as many of the big fish as it thought it would with all these big-time recruiters on this staff. Well, this is a four-star kid. This is a top two, four, seven kid. This is a kid that pretty much everybody in the league wanted, and this is a kid Tennessee got. Yeah, and that's and, and the big thing is this this turned into a really big battle down the stretch. You know, at the time, Ojolari announced recently that he would be making his decisions soon. Uh, you know, last week or so, it looked like LSU, you know, had, had the initial buzz. Uh, all indications were that LSU was was maybe the team to beat, and Tennessee, you know, had had fought for him for a long time already. They offered him almost eighteen months ago. They've had him on campus uh, at least seven times over the past couple of years, uh, hosted him on that many visits. You know, they've obviously made him a big priority, and along with his teammates, uh, Eric Gilbert, the five-star athlete that Tennessee is still battling for, and obviously Harrison Bailey, his teammate, the four-star Tennessee quarterback commitment. So they've they've recruited Marietta High School hard, but but Ojolari is definitely one of the guys they've really wanted from, from that school for a long time. And and that's, uh, you know, for, for it to come down to, to Tennessee, LSU, and Auburn in the end, and for Tennessee to pull out a, a, a battle like that that looked like it might not be going their way at first, uh, really impressive job. And you got to give Tennessee staff a lot of credit. There were five or six guys on this staff that have played a big role in, in Ojolari's recruitment, uh, from Caleb Cox, who played at Marietta and is now a recruiting assistant on the Vol staff, a former GA, uh, to, uh, to Brian Niedermeyer, the tight ends coach, who's now the area recruiter. Uh, obviously, Chris Rump, the outside linebackers coach. Uh, Derek Ainsley, the def- defensive coordinator. And obviously, Jeremy Pruitt, heavily involved with Ojolari as well. So it's been kind of a team effort in, in Tennessee with a lot of relationships there, including Ramel Keaton, his former Marietta, Marietta teammate on Tennessee's roster. So a lot of things work in their favor, but it still uh, took a really uh, strong effort by Tennessee late to, to pull this one out. And, and, and you got to give Tennessee a lot of credit for doing it. Yeah, another another win for Niedermeyer, another feather in the cap for that guy. He seems to be everywhere all the time. He's, he's had some big wins on the recruiting trail, obviously, over the past year especially. And this is uh, th- this is going to be some, some more of his finest work, I think, when people look look back on it, especially the way it played out with LSU uh, kind of having the momentum at first. So definitely uh, got to give him a lot of credit. And he was the, the, the 24-7 Sports National Recruiter of the Year 
for the 2019 class for a reason, and uh, he's continued to show that with this pickup. Yeah, and and to be clear here, uh, I should have said this earlier. This kid is six foot three, 225 pounds, uh, ranked number 157 overall in the top 247, uh, number 10 weak side defensive end, number 17 overall prospect in Georgia. Pretty darn good numbers because it's a Georgia's always got a lot of talent, and this year is no exception. You know, if you're 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 157 overall nationally you're a good football player and this kid is a good football player ryan what can you tell us about this kid as a football player obviously edge defender you'd expect him to be a long lean athletic get to the quarterback yeah very quick first step and i think he really showed something at the opening finals last month in texas too he was down in frisco texas for that major all-star event and you know i think people still were eager to see him in that setting even though he's been a big time prospect for a while and in a group where I think that there were some mixed reviews on some of the edge rushers at that event. Ojolari kind of stood out. He, he was one of the top guys there, I think, at that position and, and, and really improved his stock even a little bit, even though he was already a highly ranked four-star guy. So uh, I, I think he's, he's really quick off the edge. He's not the tallest and longest outside linebacker type that you'll ever see, only in the, in the 6'2 to 6'3 range, but does have long enough arms and everything that he's, he's perfectly fine at that, uh, at that size and, and, again, plays – plays really effectively I think on the edge you know able to to cover a lot of ground and 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 has great speed that allows him to close on the quarterback well and and bends around the edge well so I, I you know lines up on the line of scrimmage a lot at Marietta so he's, he's able to to engage defend uh offensive linemen there and, and kind of get off blocks so he, he does a lot of things well and, and obviously that pass rush ability you know he, he's got a chance to come in and play right away at Tennessee given their need at that position and and the type of player he is so th- this is a big pickup for a lot of reasons and uh, the need at that position is probably first among them. Uh, just just what he represents at that position. Guess I should apologize for that really quickly. My phone was blowing up there. Uh, it's been been that kind of a day here at twenty four seven Sports News, always breaking. Uh, and this was certainly a, a big day too, with y'all on the road down there to get the the news on this commitment from this kid, Ryan. This is a kid who, and I should say this, Tennessee. You look like maybe LSU had some momentum until recently, but this is a kid who has been on Tennessee's campus a lot. This is a, a place where Tennessee has recruited a lot. And so I'm wondering how much is that pipeline paying off for Tennessee there? You know, is this just is this a situation where they're just doing a great job individually recruiting each one of these players, or is this pipeline they're building to this school helping them? It, it's a little bit of both, I think, at this point, especially because Ojolari is now the third guy they've gotten from Marietta in the past two classes uh, when you count – Harrison Bailey already being committed in the 2020 class, the four-star quarterback, who's obviously one of the stars of this class, uh, throw in Ojolari, and then you, they got Ramel Keaton last year. So uh, when you look at those three guys together, you'd have to say it's, it's looking like a pipeline. Uh, again, Tennessee's got a connection on staff with Caleb Cox being a former Marietta player. And then also there's a bit of a Tennessee flavor to Marietta's staff because Derek Tinsley, the former Vols running back and receiver, is on the staff here So um, at, at that school. So that's, that's definitely uh, – uh, when you look at all that together – there's a lot of things that sort of have helped Tennessee to establish that pipeline. But now that you've got three guys from that school um, in the same on the same roster, potentially by next year, uh, if, as, long, as long as those guys stick with their commitments, that's a that's a nice little pipeline developing. And Tennessee would love to add to it, uh, as we mentioned earlier, with Eric Gilbert, the five star athlete uh, who could play wide receiver tight end in college. Tennessee recruiting him as a receiver, still a big time priority for Tennessee. And if they could add him. Uh, to add those four guys from the same school and, and back-to-back classes would be really impressive, and uh, you'd have to say that bodes well for Tennessee's future recruiting Marietta High School too. Ryan, how much did Tennessee's sort of clear need for pass rushing factor into this? Because it, it's no, there's no question. You look at Tennessee's roster going into this season. One of the biggest concerns is 
other than Daryl Taylor, who's going to get to the quarterback? And then Daryl Taylor is a senior. So it would stand to reason that, obviously, unless something happens to him within the first four games of the season and he's back next season, uh, he won't be here. So did that sort of immediate path to playing time, how much did that factor in there? And is this the kind of kid who could get on the field early? Yeah, he is the kind of kid who can get on the field early for sure. And I think the opportunity there, you know, lends itself to that. But um, it, it, it's because of the type of player he is, too, that he has a chance to, to do that. And, you know, Tennessee's got a big need at that position. They need at least two, maybe three edge rushers at that uh, in this class if they can get them. And certainly they're they're in the in the mix for some other guys. Tyler Barron locally uh, at Knoxville Catholic, you know, Reggie Grimes, another in-state guy. They're the best high heavily, school, so. the best high school in the history of ever. But go on. <laughs> uh, I'll always d- defer to you on that one, but, uh, but yeah, that, that they've obviously got some other options there, but Ojolari's always been kind of one of the more, the more realistic targets among those elite guys they've been recruiting. Uh, and even though it was never a shoe in, you know, he looked like the kind of guy they really, really could use in this class and for them to be able to pull this off and, and, and get him in the class. He's, he, you now have to say he's going to have an opportunity, uh, probably a lot of opportunity to, to come in right away and, and be, uh, you know, if, if not a day one starter, at least a guy who can be involved in the rotation uh, as a true freshman, depending on who else Tennessee gets in this class, it could play a lot. Yeah, that's what I ask you. The last thing, Ryan, is is that what's the potential domino effect of this? Is this a kid who um, just continues to to open up that pipeline even more to that area? Obviously, there's a big fish still, really, really, really big fish still at that school. And, and what what about Tennessee at this position overall in this class? Yeah, still, still want you know at least one more edge rusher in this class. You know, Tyler Barron at, at Knoxville Catholic, still a guy that is worth watching closely. That, that Tennessee would love to add to to go along with Ojolari, and then they're still in the mix for other guys. You know, Savelle Smalls, a five-star uh, guy from Washington that Tennessee just hosted on a visit uh, last month. So that they've got some other options there, but they want at least one more, maybe two more, in the right scenario uh, to be able to to really solidify that position and improve the depth there that Jeremy Pruitt. I've uh, kind of put out an APB for it at SEC Media Day saying, hey, any any pass rushers out there, uh, there there's a big opportunity at Tennessee and, and, and made it clear that's a big position where they, they need to address heavily. So, uh, yeah, that as for the pipeline to Marietta, you know, obviously I think this only strengthens it for Tennessee and gives them a, uh, at least a slightly better chance with Eric Gilbert. Now, I think you'd, you'd say at the end of the day he's going to go where he wants to go. Alabama and Georgia are the main competition there. Clemson also in the mix. Um, so it, it's going to be a big battle for Tennessee to win that one. But now to have three guys at, at Tennessee or committed to Tennessee in in uh, in Eric Gilbert's ear you know, with B.J. Ojolari, Harrison Bailey and Ramel Keaton to have all those guys working on Eric Gilbert, that that's going to at least weigh on him a little bit and, and maybe factor in his, into his decision. And I'm sure Tennessee is, is hoping at least that that could be the deciding factor for him or something that sways him their way. Yeah, every time you hear Alabama, Georgia, or Clemson in this area, you kind of go, oh, that's going to be a tough one. But you know what? Uh, if you want to beat those guys on the field, you got to start beating them on the trail. And Tennessee's got a chance maybe with everything going on at Marietta now to, to go steal one of those guys. So big, big, big day for, for Tennessee today. It is, and 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 again, all three of these guys they've landed, Ramel Keaton included, they're all top 247 prospects, so these are big-time players in their own right, and as you said, still a big fish out there. Still other guys at this school, for that matter, that they're recruiting, uh, you know, including Rashad Torrance, who's been committed to Florida for months. Um, you know, guys like that, they're still involved. So much and, talent and there. In, My goodness, that's yeah, a talented, that's talented school right now. And players in future classes. Yeah, really talented, so... Um, yeah, there's a lot, uh, a lot of benefits to getting players like that, but let's face it. They're all really good players in their own right and ranked in the top 247 for a reason. And, and as we said, Ojolari is going to address a major position of need. All right. Thanks for joining us today, Ryan, and go back to typing stuff. Sounds good. Thanks a lot, Wes. Guys, thanks for tuning in today. 
as always. We'll be back uh, at least by Monday morning with a with a full podcast episode. I'm not sure uh, if anything will happen over the weekend uh, to make us bring you another breaking news one, but at the very least, we will be back uh, Monday morning with a fresh, full Go Vols 24-7 podcast. And if you want a full episode, you can go back to the one before this, and we've got a, a really, really, really comprehensive update of where things are after the first scrimmage and before the second scrimmage for the Vols this preseason camp. Before then, uh, you can also go join us on social media, facebook.com slash govols 24-7, twitter.com slash govols 24-7, or go straight to govols 247com Get 30% off of an annual subscription right now, the best site on all of Al Gore's internets. Thanks, guys.